Hello good people. Welcome to our podcast. Eh mimi naitwa Carson Genti. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Where? Okay. Me the share. How have you been? Niko fiti sana. Na mimi sunijulia hali ya kesi. Na wewe kwa hali. Na wewe ndelaaje? Niko poa. Mhm. So Today we want to talk to, to talk about imposter syndrome because that's something that we have been relating to especially since coming to the UK. So the topic um was inspired by an article I read that said are you an imposter or are you new here? So first cause I would like to start um what is imposter syndrome according to you? Um, imposter syndrome is as if you feel that you you can't fit in, you're not good enough, or you feel like the rift between you and the people plays a role, be it a class or job or name, is is just too high. You you are an imposter. Yeah, you you're not supposed to be there. So yeah, that's what I think imposter syndrome is. I think. Um for me it's when there's a conflict between who you think you are and how mm-hmm. people view you mm-hmm. in the sense that you think people view you higher than you view yourself or you think that you deserve so you may be getting this promotion or in this spaces that everyone is envious of and you feel like ulibahatika tu like um you don't deserve to be there everyone else deserves to be there but you don't deserve to be there you undermine your accomplishments mm-hmm. and at the same time you over what's the word not overestimate but like you know you you look at others achievements as over accomplishments and undermine your own achievement yet you're in the same you're in the same space meaning that you all deserve to be there That's interesting on uh, both from both definitions leading to this at least the same thing one um the core is how you got there yeah the other one is um factored on the people there yeah so it can be either or but the point is you just you feel like you don't fit in like you don't yeah you don't fit in so have you have you experienced that um yeah yeah or well, i think i have point <laughs> <laughs> point to note before you continue point to note he is one of the people with one of the highest self beliefs and he is not quiet about it humble bragging is not him he brags he does not humble brag <laughs> <laughs> but do we say So so for you the mighty Kiago have you experienced imposter syndrome Yeah yeah but first before to give examples I think um you can bring us on so that so that when you when you're doing the examples you can go now to the topic is it imposter syndrome or are you just new here mm-hmm. Because now that now that I already know what you're going to talk about naanza ku judge Well, the examples that I thought were imposter syndrome or I was this new. So maybe you can take us take us through that. Okay, so um the this article that you told you about 
that says, are you an imposter or are you new here, says that a lot of times people who are even, even those who are competent in whatever they do, if they enter a new environment or if they find a new challenge, they do feel like frauds in that environment because that specific instance that they're facing is new to them regardless of their level of experience and competence. For example, a driver who is used to the left-hand driving, if they go to a new country where they're supposed to drive on the right hand, in as much as they understand all the signs, they know how to drive, at that specific point in time, they'll feel the imposter syndrome, quote-unquote, because this is a new environment, it will challenge them, and it may make them question their driving skills. Does that mean that their driving skills are not there? No. But they will question their driving skills. So one thing to note um, about this is that you're moving from a state of unconscious incompetence to conscious competence. By unconscious incompetences, you don't know what you don't know. You, you just, like for example, a new driver who has never, like never driven any car and they've never been to a driving school. They literally have an unconscious incompetence, like you don't know anything. And for them, they don't feel imposter syndrome, like... It is true that they don't know anything. Yeah. It is not, it's not when imposter syndrome will occur when you have the skills, but you still feel like you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you have the skills and you have what it takes to be good enough, but you still feel you're not good enough. So for this example, a person who's never driven a car, they do know they've never driven a car. So for them, it's not an imposter syndrome. So a state of unconscious incompetence, then um, through um, getting to a new challenging scenario, you now move to a state of conscious incompetence. Conscious incompetence is where you realize that um, there's a lot that you don't know. You move from not knowing what you know, don't know to knowing what you don't know. So this is the case where this new driver now meets this, um, this driver meets this scenario where they're in a new country and they have to drive on a different side. And now through what I would call work experience or life experience, you don't move to a state of competence. Through practicing your skills in this new environment, you don't move to a state of competence. So one thing to note about imposter syndrome is that it does not go away um, easily. For example, this new driver, when they, this new driver in this new country, after they have driven um, on the opposite side and have gotten used to it, they have adjusted. They will be competent, they will believe that they are competent in their driving. But imposter syndrome will show up when, in as much as they have learned all these skills, they know how to do these things, even the outside world sees them as competent, they do not see themselves as competent, they don't think they are good enough, they don't think they fit in these spaces that they are in. And it's a limiting belief. Yeah. The core belief is that you are not good enough. It will show up in different scenarios and it will limit your chances. You'll not apply for that managerial role. Mm -hmm. not, not, not the one or two times that you do to yourself, but you'll never apply to like those roles because you don't think you're good enough for those roles. Um, just as a side note, of course, we're sharing this to have a chance to, you know, to um, share our experiences. But also, um, right now, it's a common thing in this age, uh, um, self-healing and doing the work. People, a lot of people put, put themselves in boxes. Yeah, Oh, that's true. I, 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 I like tidying up a 
tailing up and napanga viatu hapa na pale also OCD I have OCD um, yeah. I, 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 I get angry and flustered Boop. trauma you know so um you get you get angry one minute you have yeah, yeah, the next yeah. ah, they have bipolar yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, i think it's important for those people who now want to actually do the work to recognize what's happening is it is it that you're just new here so cut yourself some slack take time learn the environment it will be over soon or um it's actually imposter syndrome and you know we can now talk about help. that you need yeah, help yeah yeah definitely can get you out of that um should we now go to the for the examples yeah definitely because that's the reason of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> the, the part you're waiting for yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay so um first example the, the example that comes to my mind is when i first came to the uk uh i went to play basketball because kwangu that's that's my main way of relieving stress yeah i, I get to burn a lot of energy and i get to you know i, I you, get you can you can unleash your aggressive side exactly. in a positive manner exactly exactly <laughs> and i feel that, like i have too much of that so it's it's <laughs> too it's, much the, it's the best place i can just yeah. go up to someone face and say buda <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. When, when 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 the first time i went to play i played so terribly um everything was different it was cold my hands were freezing <laughs> Because I think at that time it was around, um, around 11, 12 degrees. We had, it was really hot. Yeah, we had just come from <laughs> 20-something. Yeah. You know? So my hands were freezing. Everything, was just, everything just felt different. That was not the worst thing. The worst thing was I could not play the game in Kiswahili. So um, <laughs> before, before, you know, it's, it's a fast-paced game. You, you, you don't have time to think. Through you can translate yeah. from Swahili to English. For people who know me, I think in Swahili and then I speak English. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was difficult. And going like, Buddha, Buddha, your ball. I mean, pass me ball, ball, pass me. Here, shoot. I remember when you shared that struggle. That's something I never thought that someone would struggle with. But it it actually makes sense. I remember... um short 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 um short story mm-hmm. i remember when we were dating and one of the things that came about it's because because we are intertribal yeah we're mm-hmm. from different tribes mm-hmm. one of the things that came about was how do you how do you fight with someone who's not of your tribe because you're saying <laughs> when someone gets angry they will like the message can only be passed in their mother tongue and <laughs> here you are you'll have to fight in swahili or english because <laughs> fortunately for me it did not apply for me because i don't know my mother yes, tongue that's a good thing <laughs> but then this scenario now applies yeah yeah, yeah. And, and there's i got i got one good shot on that game one good shot and it was it was any it was a good shot on top of someone's head and i just oh, could, i just couldn't <laughs> say tokapa as in, i just i was like i I, I thought I thought I thought about it too much until the moment passed. Mm. The whole time I was like, uh, get out of here, 
not get here out. Oh, and it doesn't have the same oomph. Does doesn't it? have the same oomph. Yeah. Now, um, I just came from a game today. So yeah. looking now, one year later, mm-hmm. I don't notice that I don't speak Swahili. That's that's the interesting bit. I can I I play full games in English. Yeah. I found my way of still um communicating in basketball through English. Mm-hmm. So it was when I when I now look at the definition that you're giving us between you just being new and imposter syndrome, it was not imposter syndrome. I was just new. It was just a new environment that I was not used to. Um today, interestingly, it was also 12 degrees mm. but my hands weren't as cold mm-hmm. yet it was just 20 degrees last week it's, yeah. it's, it's like this it's like we're back to the same scenario to kitoka kenya last year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um yeah that's interesting yeah that's that's definitely interesting and i think you've highlighted an important difference between imposter syndrome and being new the mm. fact that your level of confidence has grown with time. Yeah. The more you become competent, your level of confidence has grown. Yeah. So for me, to be hundred percent honest, I'm not sure if I have imposter syndrome or not. <laughs> I think only a therapist can unload that. Um, but then, okay, I faced a lot of instances where I thought that I have imposter syndrome, only to learn that I don't, in fact, have it. So one of those instances again when we came here. Oh my goodness. I think people face character developments, but oh my goodness, I face something else. There's a whole Goliath I was facing, you know. Um, coming to a new country, starting my MBA. And I had not been in class since well, since I finished school, yeah. And I've been in entrepreneurship mostly. And when I was not in entrepreneurship, it was freelance work either way. Mm-hmm. So I've not been in a corporate, quote unquote, kind of setting. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, like literally 90% of the people I was meeting had been in corporate settings. Big companies. Big companies. All these big companies that we know of in Kenya, you know, mm-hmm. they, they were from there. I was freaking intimidated. Oh my goodness, intimidated. I was mm-hmm. intimidated. And... You know, everyone trying to, I wouldn't say show off, but like put their best foot forward. Everyone mm-hmm. trying to put their best foot forward. So everyone is coming up with all these jargons, just showing that they know everything. And here I was, not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I didn't belong for a long time. For like the past, the first three or four months of my studies, it just, it was a total nightmare. And then everyone, or most people that wine class were also from business backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Remember, my <clears throat> my background is not in business. Let me just say that mm-hmm. my undergraduate studies were not in business, and I had been in, in entrepreneurship. But I came there to learn. That's exactly why I took an MBA to learn more about the business aspect of doing things. Mm-hmm. Everyone seemed to have their life figured out. Yeah. And the examples they were giving in class, the questions they were asking, I was like, was there like a session before I came or what's <laughs> happening? Like, were you guys taught over the summer or something? Like, how do you guys, how are you guys so knowledgeable? But yeah, after like the first three months, I, I got the hang of things and 
I bloomed in class. She she was the best presenter in her class. I dare say the best student, but yeah. <laughs> of course you'd she, she won an award of in management. This is really a moment I was proud of, to be honest. And now fast forward, a year later, I'm faced with the same scenario, with a, a similar situation, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, I joined an incubator hub, and because I'm following my entrepreneurial ventures, I've always wanted to join one. Yeah. But let me tell you, I've never been in a group of entrepreneurs in the UK. Competent entrepreneurs. Goodness gracious. I'm wondering, were people, were people entrepreneurs since they were five years? The kind of things that they are building, the kind of projects that they have. I'm there, I feel like a total. I don't even know how to say it, you know. But after reading that article, I learned that I'm just new. I'm just new. Because at the end of the day, an MBA mostly is about management. Yeah. But no one will do your entrepreneurial ventures for you. You still have to get stuck in the mud, start yeah. from scratch, start from a point of unconscious incompetence to yeah. conscious competence, now to fully competent. Yeah. And I'm proud of where I have come from and everything. And... I think reading that article was really empowering to me because I was feeling like I didn't belong. But after that, I was like, no, I'm just new. This is similar to the experience of me joining my master's. Yeah. It's similar to me joining the new country. I'm, I'm literally meeting a new set of people with a lot of jargon that I totally don't understand. But do, do we say? <laughs> we just yeah. flow with the vibe, you know? But I know that I'm going to survive and I'm going to thrive. Mm. I know now that I just have to give it time to acquire the skills and the experience necessary in order to thrive as an entrepreneur. And that's why I thought that we could share this because a lot of times you'll find that you beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. I know it's a vicious cycle. You beat yourself up because... Once you reach this dream that you've always been wanting to reach, once you achieve it, it's not the feeling is not how you think it will be. Mm. I, I don't know. I think you may have experienced that. There's this dream that you've always had, yeah? yeah? When you reach there, sometimes you'll feel like you don't belong there because you've been wanting all your life to get there. But when you're there, it just feels like everyone else deserves of this space, but not you. Um, it's kind of different. Before before I answer that, uh, or should I answer that first? Okay, let me answer that first. Kwangu, um, there'll be differences from where I was to where I am because of, you know, I, I, I get all of my energy from the surrounding. Yeah. So if I'm at a different place, um, it, uh, it will be tricky for me to mm. begin with. The problem for me has never been getting to that space. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, I, I, I honestly, quite humbly, <laughs> <laughs> don't think that I've ever thought at once that I don't deserve being at, actually, it's more the contrary. <laughs> I always think that I deserve more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. We are yeah. complete opposites in that. But, um, 
there'll be just the 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 weird feeling of being in a new space. Yeah. Anyway, I want can we talk about the language? Because when we're in Kenya, mm-hmm. all we all were watching, listening to, especially for me, was US, US, US. You US don't content, even, yeah. You don't even know you're listening to US content. Yeah. But, but all the music you know is new US, movies, everything. Yeah. We come here, we we know that Kenyans we speak good English. Mm-hmm. Hey, the first time the first time I had a a a. a, a Say what a Britain akiongea. Oh man, see what? Pardon? Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh, hey, yeah, I know. I know. I know. It was difficult, and I can't believe like right now I can just communicate with them. <laughs> there's there's so many differences in language, even in expression, because. Mm-hmm. Um, you you don't know you you feel that they are aggressive they feel that you are aggressive. And also contextual information. You are right. Yeah. What what were you answering when you came here? What were you answering? Um. Uh, no, I wanted to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going. I was, I was going. I was going directly to the part where I'm not all right. Yeah. Because I'm going to an office. <laughs> hey, you're right. No, I, I was asking. Julia, I'm not. Hey, later we'll come to you. Your right is is like ukofiti. Ukofiti. Yeah, it's ukofiti literally. You know, for me, I used to get offended. I don't even. Why is everyone asking you if you're right? Yeah, do I look not okay? Like, why? Why is everyone around me asking me if I'm right? Like, do I? What's what is it about my demeanor or my anything that makes everyone ask me if I'm all right? Do I look stranded? Do I look lost? No, no. Like, uh, <laughs> is it, it? Can it be? Can it be because of the shopping spree Mitumba <laughs> that we did before we boarded the plane, and we ended up looking like homeless people? But but then but then I remember a YouTube video wonders like the first few months you will actually look homeless because of the sheer amount of clothes that you'll wear. Not even the sheer amount of clothes, the quality. Oh well. Unajua, you know those clothes? Mtumba, for those who don't know, is second hand clothes. So second hand clothes from in Kenya do come from UK, US, from first world countries, yeah. The clothes that sometimes they have not been worn because maybe they're out of season they get um, exported to Kenya or sometimes they have been worn and people have, I don't know, is it donating or like they've been bought? I don't know. They just find their way to Kenya. So imagine I bought those clothes. They had already been here. (laughs) They had already been worn. They had already been out of season. Someone had seen that this cloth needs to get out of my wardrobe. So they brought them and here you are bringing and here back. I am shining with those clothes, bringing them back to where they belong, <laughs> and then quickly realizing that that's not how it works over here. Um, nilikuwa na kaki yangu fit ya black. Back at home, I knew this is black. And okay, just point out this is our experience. Kama nini walo asemu kama na nuanga mangozenyo kwazi shops, robotics. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were not like you. We you were, would not relate. You would not relate. <laughs> eh, lakini for us, oh, 
Alafu uza jacket 100 pounds. Can you convert that? Can you convert? Can you imagine? You know in Kenya shillings that's approximately 18,000 for a jacket. 18 freaking thousand. Hiyo kienda ile ni to bedroom. Ukikuja Nairobi ni to bedroom or one bedroom depending on where you are. Yeah. For a jacket? For a freaking tunaelekea minimum wage ya Kenya. Tunaelekea minimum wage. What do you mean? What do you freaking mean? What jacket? Like it can't be that cool. It can't freaking be that bad. Naoni mtumba za huku. Unajua sisi na umezoea mtumba ndio ile poor tra- tried and tested. Sasa alafu ewe. Anyway, um back to the topic. Um Uh, I think for those listening so zingine you might be passing through something and you think that oh you're not cut out for this this is just not your thing you should think twice and ask yourself is it can it be that you just new is this a new environment you just need to take your time give yourself grace because you know it's going to get better with time yeah yeah i think my biggest takeaway is self reflection mm. There's a reason why you're feeling that discomfort you're feeling. I think a lot of times, maybe me on a personal day, I try to snap out of it. Yeah. To convince myself that, no, 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 it doesn't. That's, that's, maybe in denial, mm-hmm. being in denial or like trying to snap out of that situation. But reflecting on why I feel that way will make me realize um, what part I need to change, what part yeah. I need to be competent in. Yeah, and it will remove that pressure. Yeah, it will mm-hmm. remove that pressure and I'll realize that I'm on a learning journey just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And if someone realizes that this is a persistent issue in like every area of their life or something, I think it's important to just admit that and seek help. Yeah. So that you're not um being limited by your own beliefs, you're not being limited from progress by your own beliefs. True that, true that, true that. Uh, we have come to the end of our discussion. Anyway, we we're just trying a new thing. Tunakonga na a lot of good conversations that tukajisema why not? Why not record this and if it helps someone out there, it's yeah. it's well and good. Um omba to 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 ingine. Uh yet as juka tattoo matter ata atuna logo, ata atuna jina. Uh, so come out and see and the point you're listening <laughs> we are not sure if you're going to publish it this yeah. is just yeah well we'll see so in case if you ever listen to this and you and you and you have a name for us uh we we uh just get us dm us yeah pay your attention all right bye 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 cheers